We did communion I, a couple weeks ago at Living Church. Yes. Did you taste the communion? Yeah. It was rancid. No, I tasted the communion on stage in the moment I was leading communion. Guys. And I don't normally take communion. Whenever I, no, listen, I'm saying. <laughs> Pastor fail. <laughs> so typically if I'm doing, if, if, you're, if you're like hosting, if the, you're preaching and you're doing communion, then you can, cause you, you will wear the headset. But if yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not preaching and I'm leading communion, I typically won't wear the headset. We do have to, but normally I don't. And I was like, this time I'm going to have the handheld. Yeah, you have I'm going to have my Bible, but then I'm going to have the intern buddy bring me the, the elements so I could do it. That wafer, I almost gagged listen, on stage. Listen, it was rancid. Rancid. The grape juice had been in there so long it turned to wine and then it turned into poison. <laughs> Did you or did you not ever sneak into the back of the like offices of the church after and eat the leftover communion? Absolutely. Me too. But guess what? None of our kids at Living Church are going to do that because our communion tastes it's like so butt. terrible. Maybe that's why. We used to growing up. We had like oh like like not Ritz crackers, but uh -huh. like those little like yeah. oyster uh, oyster. That's what they're called. That's oyster what we crackers have. and like legit like Welch's grape right, like. Right straight up christmas eve service every year this is this is highly unsanitary so i apologize if you come to living church that we just poisoned you on sunday i apologize we poisoned maybe they you. should bring their own yeah <laughs> byoc <laughs> bring your own communion no christmas we're gonna eve. have to do a social media post that says new com new and improved communion or people just won't come back <laughs> they just they just hide it like they like oh, put it in your napkin we're gonna have to talk to about it dog. we're gonna have to talk about it when i was a kid christmas eve they would do actual bread which i know is un supposed to be unleavened bread or what is it no but dude i like it they give would me some do sourdough actual, that's what they would do these loaves yeah, and you would like pinch off and they would yes. pass it down the row oh and our Christmas Eve service was at 11 p.m. till midnight. It was like a welcoming Christmas thing. It was a tradition. And I can remember at like Christmas morning, 12.30 a.m. in the morning, in there with my cousins, we were eating the bread. I had a buddy who got fired. He was a youth pastor at church, and he got fired because he did communion with the youth with Coke and pizza. And he got fired? Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. He probably got fired for like 10 other reasons. I was going to say, that was their I want to say his name so bad, no, but I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Because he's still kind of an idiot. No, stop. But if you're watching, you know you, you're still an idiot. Don't say that. <laughs> he's one of my best friends. But hey, there was probably another reason. And that hey, he was trying still. to just do it different. Yes. Yeah, he was I just guess. trying to like shake it no, up. I'm kind of not all the way mad at that. I'm like, it's an idea. But yeah, it was it's not a it. little. It's a little off. Yeah. Okay. So welcome to the Tug of More. What's up, everybody? That's Super right. glad that you're hanging out with us today. Yes. Just a conversation. Two friends. Two friends. Who, uh, not married to each other. Not married to each other. Yeah, married this belongs to, other to somebody else. Back uh, we off. Work me. Together in, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We work together in ministry and in life. Yeah. Uh, but we feel the tug and tension of like where we are and where we want to be. There's more. And There's more. so we're always fighting for it. And that's what we talk about here is how do we get there? Right. And so one of the things to get into the more that God has for you is to try unconventional things, right. to walk a different path. Yeah. And so my buddy who uh, wanted to do a creative communion with pizza and Coca-Cola. I think he missed the mark. That is a sorry reason to get fired though. Well, but, he did another thing. He did be. another thing uh, at, the, I think the same night 
where he played a game and it was who can throw up the fastest. Oh, and no? like they, okay. he just had all these gross foods. He, they were. It was definitely the straw that broke. Yeah, the camel's butt. and so okay. I think his like his like I need to get another job like yeah. on the application why he got fired, Coke and pizza. The real reason was he was making children throw up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Got, okay. got fired. He's no. an idiot. So we have to try. <laughs> We have to try new things. And then as we tug into more, oftentimes we find ourselves in just places we've never, like we've never been. Yeah. And sometimes no one else ever has before. Sometimes we have to be willing to walk down paths that have not yet been taken. Yeah. We have to do unconventional things. Right. To try to get to where we're trying to go. Right. Because sometimes you're going to find yourself in a moment that there's not a book about. No. We literally constantly find ourselves in that moment. Like there's not yeah. a book and maybe there is a book, but we you don't yet. know the title of the right. book. And so like you, you Google it and you can't. Right. Yeah. So you just have to do something yeah. that feels out of place, out of sorts, makes you insecure. Yeah. Make, take the jump. Yeah. Pave a new path. Like go somewhere. Uh, yeah. Unchartered territory. Have you watched this? uh, uh I don't know if we should, we're allowed to talk about it, but whatever we are. Uh, Yellowstone. Sin. Is, okay, sin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. just kidding. Yes, <laughs> I'm I've fired. seen it. No, uh, Yellowstone is a great show. Uh, if you want to watch it, uh, 1883 is the like prequel. And it's the story of how the Dutton family got to where they are. They're a family that owns all this land in Montana. Somewhere. Yep, sure. Somewhere up north. Cows um, and hills. I don't know. Uh, and... They're like trekking across America. They start in Fort Worth, Texas, which is why it's like cool because they filmed here and all the things. You know what the show is built after, right? What? That game we played. Maybe you didn't play. You went to private school. Oregon Trail. O Oregon I Trail. Oregon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was about all. Except when you played Oregon Trail in 1997. <laughs> it's when Oklahoma finally got the technology, the floppy disks to put in the computer. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's actually cool. <laughs> She played Oregon Trail in junior high. <laughs> You're actually probably right. Oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> but true. Uh, yeah. And so, like, they're trekking from, they literally leave Fort Worth. They cross the, what is that river? Mississippi? The Red River? I don't know. I'm from Michigan. I don't know. The one I'm from the murder mitten. Yeah, the one from Oklahoma and Texas. They cross it. And then from there they literally say, after this, there's no there's no civilization. Yeah. And they like literally are just walking a trail that no one has ever been, no one has ever lived. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. And it sounds sexy, but when you watch the show, it's horrible. Everybody's Everyone's dying. dying. Everything is falling apart. They get shot. There's no doctor. Like, all kind of things. Yeah. And, like, I think in life that's, yeah, if you're tugging into more, you have to be willing to go to uncharted places no one's ever been, and you might, you might die. <laughs> you might die. You no. have to be willing to do things in an unconventional way. Right. Like, the safe way is probably like outlined in a book somewhere. Absolutely. The like systematic, strategized. healthy organization. Right. There's that. But there's also right. the like, holy crap. Right. What do we do? Let's try this. Yeah. And, uh, right. and I think that to really be a, a, a trendsetter, a, a trailblazer, right. trailblazer is a mediocre vehicle that was made by GM, GMC. Yes. The trailblazer. Trailblazer, I remember. Yeah. I had a friend that had one. They, uh, it's hard. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. But it's that old phrase of like, I say it all the time. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And like when you're tugging into more, you don't want to get what you've always got. You want to get something more. You want to get something different. You want to get something, 
unique. And I think that's the other piece for us is like, we're not trying to do what everybody else has done. And because of that, uh, yeah, we're, but, uh, we have to be willing. But eventually, when you blaze the trail, it turns into a path for somebody else. 100%. No, it's the whole reason why in my Dude, life, I feel, no, it's preach. great. It's true because you uh, you hear the like bust the ceilings. What is it? Breaking glass ceilings or whatever. But I'm like, a ceiling is like, that's really hard to climb up. No, we got to pave a path. We got to yeah. like be willing to build something that other people can follow. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And you and I, I think have faced a lot of, a lot of moments yeah. where we're like, I don't know anyone who's done it this way. Let's what are some, we going to do? Let's, let's hit them with, it. let's hit them with some stories. Okay, go. No, you go. Oh, I'll go. Uh, no, I mean, we talk about it here all the time. You're a dude. I'm a lady. Like, that's the what? first one. Yeah, weird. Uh, but, like, we've had to blaze that trail in a very unique way of learning what it looks like for men and women to really work together in the church concept context. Aaron and Rachel were on the podcast a long time ago, and, like, they both work in co corporate world, and that's not, like... That's not weird there. It's normal for men and women yes. to uh, work closely together. Right, but in the context of ministry that we work in, that's super unique. And we've had it's people say- not only unique, it's taboo. Yeah, it's true. We've had people tell us, it's not good, be careful, all the words. It doesn't mean we don't have wisdom and boundaries, but we've had to blaze a new trail of what that looks like because there wasn't really a good model to follow. Right, and so you, uh, you have to figure it out on your own. And, and kind of so, on the fly. Kind of on the fly. Yeah. And so like if you're figuring out what you feel God's calling you to do right. or what your next step of more is, yeah. sometimes a cautious step is an important plan. Right. So like it's like have courage, but have caution. It's a balance. Yeah, no. Because like for if we take you and I's dynamic, yeah. we've had courage and caution yeah, all at the same time and having a bunch of conversations with Aaron Rachel yeah. and with our staff teams right. and with each other. But then we've also been like, uh, uh, what's the guy who owns Virgin Airlines? Um, yep. Oh man, I could tell you if you weren't asking. He has blonde hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll get it in a minute yep, when I don't need it. it anymore. He, his slogan is screw it, let's do it. Yeah. And like he has this like wild right uh richard branson there it is he has this like screw it let's do it man let's yeah. just try to do this right. thing and so you have to have some of that yeah but then there's also the like but let's think about it for like right 8.5 seconds i was gonna say let's look at all the angles and scenarios something we've talked about a lot as leaders like we are balancing all kinds of different bits of information that people don't always know and see, but but we have to, like the responsibility of being leaders, being people stepping into more is to look at all the angles and, and, and look at all the possible scenarios. You're great at seeing the like worst case scenario of things, like not in a negative way, and not in a negative way, but like, womp, womp. no, I don't mean it that way. Like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're great at going, okay, here's what we can do. Here's how it could fail. But yeah. here's how it could succeed. Yeah. Like weigh the options. Yeah, and I think we have to do that before we step into it. In the same way, uh, in our hiring, like it in the beginning, we did what we've always seen done. We hired similar people from similar type churches that we've seen in the similar denomination that we were in. And we realized that for us, it didn't work because of the context of what we're doing that we've had to instead, we've hired people that don't have ministry backgrounds right. because they actually work better in what we're doing. Yeah. They still love Jesus. They still have like a biblical understanding and knowledge and they have a great moral compass in their life, like yeah. all those things. 
but they didn't come from the same cookie cutter of what maybe in the past Bible college blah, 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 that we would have looked for. And it's worked better for us. Yeah. Now that did also come with parameters and, and training and different helpful pieces, but we got to do something different. Why? Yeah. No, I'm just hearing a sound effect that's happening in the room. Ew. And it's <laughs> I'm like, there's a noise. We're in this new studio and there's like a draft or something over oh, here that gosh. I just hear this loud, loud noise. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, I what is that it. noise in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, we've got to just blaze yes. the trail and be willing to be take, willing to take a step new. into into something new. Yeah. So, yeah, you talked about like our hiring process. Right. And it's unique. Super different. We've got like, I think about Enrique, who's running like a big portion of our adult ministry stuff. Yeah. He, retired military dude. Right. He was a recruiter for the military. Retired. And, like, and Enrique, I mean, he would be okay with us saying this, wasn't even following Jesus four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, now it's been and Now, six. I guess. Oh, well, COVID, COVID years. But have when he came to work bro- for us, when he came to work for us, it had only been probably three years that he'd been following Jesus because... Uh, God had radically changed his life, yeah. and he was like, hey, I want to use the skills that God's given me, uh, which is what we believe the Bible tells us to do, yeah. uh, to serve God's house. And on paper, yes, there was another candidate that probably uh, could have been a better I fit. forgot about this. You know? Yeah. We interviewed that dude. Yeah. yeah. We interviewed this dude, took him to lunch, took his family out to right. dinner, Remember? did the whole interview process, and we were like, on paper, he's the guy. Yeah. But he, but he's not the but guy. But he wasn't a grinder. Right. He wouldn't tug into more. Right. He was just like, yeah, meh. And so, like, when you're blazing a new trail, you have to look at like what's important to you, what matters to you, and how do you do that? Yeah. Go. He's now distracted by all the sounds, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, your you're, face was. I'm well, like, it was, <laughs> but now you're distracted that I'm distracted. Yes, yeah, Whitney. What happens. Whitney's I'm like, now. I'm full back into it let's go when he's now thrown off no, in the thing it's good so there's the hiring process no what else there's a bunch of things i, I remember when we uh when in the first five years when we were doing setup and teardown yeah at a rental facility and we needed to find a permanent home yeah and so there wasn't any buildings for sale right. there wasn't anything of size that we thought would work and so rachel and i took two sundays yep. and we scheduled it out and we went to i think six churches yeah like would find out one started at eight and one started at 10, you know, we just yeah. figured it out to go. And it was very untra- non-traditional right. that I went and talked to these pastors and essentially tried to buy their building right. or see what would happen. And our first location, our Matlock location, we got through through doing something crazy. Like yeah. we went in, yeah. met a guy uh, who was at the church there. He'd been there for seven or eight years. He right. was done. He was worn out. The church right. was not advancing. Right. And we were able to come in and take over their payment and it turned into a giant blessing. Right. But it's because we did something a little bananas. Absolutely. No, the room we're sitting in right now right. is a similar uh, similar story of that uh, at Living Church, we've been growing and, and changing. God's blessed us with land and property to build, but we had to sell um, the building. That, that, that building. That building, the building that, yeah, that building you're talking about in order to uh, be able to build. And so we did. And then it was, we were going to be homeless. And like, we had talked and prayed and like, God, there's got to be some different answers. And, and you felt like God said, hey, come here and talk to these people here. And it, in a series of, what, five weeks, a, yeah. a very short amount of time, recognized, yes, this is the right next step. The church voted to give us the, the property. The other church. The yeah. other church. And, uh, 
uh, we have absorbed their organization, but then also been able to accept and welcome some really great new people into our organization. And so like uh, into our church and- And right now we're filming this podcast in a building that I sat in for the first time four months ago. Yeah. And we now own it for free. Right. No rent, right. no mortgage. No, it's yeah. paid off. Yeah, we sat in. But had... only because we did something right. that's unconventional. There was right. no, well, it's what I said at the beginning. There was no trail except the one that we walked on last time. Yeah, right. No, it's true. And and then even in it, that's what I was going to say. We, we, we sat in this room and had conversations that were similar to the ones you had the first time but then some of them differed and changed because we we learned from it when you lay your own path when you lay your own trail like when you're blazing it new you're gonna make mistakes yeah you're just going to there's not a book of for someone else like you you like uh ever build a house they say like go call three people who also have built a house because they'll tell you the pitfalls yeah there's not a book to tell us the pitfalls and so we can do our best to scan and like see it all the negatives and the positives but we're going to make some mistakes and the good part about that is is we because we're the ones who laid the stones we can pick them back up and relay them in another direction yeah so try a different thing yeah try it a different way uh what do they say get out of the box yeah color outside the lines absolutely and maybe you're not good at that like maybe you would say you know what i'm not a creative thinker I'm not gutsy like right. that. Well, here's some encouragement. Talk to somebody who is. Right. Even if they're in a different field. Right? Like Absolutely. Uh, I know like 900 realtors. If right. you're a realtor and you're like, "Man, I don't know what else creative to do." Don't ask another realtor. Right. Go and ask a dentist. Right. Like go and ask somebody who's doing something drastically different. Someone else who's done something unique and different in their context. Right. And maybe that idea will spurn some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And then hang around people who do things different. You and I are uh, a lot the same and a lot different. And like in our relationship dynamic, you have always been the gutsy one. And I, uh, in many seasons have always been the rule following one. Oh man. Yeah. Winnie just pulled me back on something hard the other day, And so, but it was wisdom. No, she was right. It was wisdom. What I think think is good. We'll find out in heaven. Oh God. In heaven. We'll, 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 I'm in heaven. I'm going to ask God. It's only an eternal decision. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, Hey God, you remember who was was right? right? Who was right? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so in the same that I'll bring some uh, order or like rule following to you, but you've brought some like, oh, think outside the boxness to me that um, if if you want to tug into more, put yourself around somebody totally different than you that will help you just think different and yeah. even come up with a different way to do it. Yeah. That's kind of, it's kind of true, but you challenged me in a lot of things too. You came in uh, as a pastor living church from a kind of outside right. ministry perspective right. yeah. as a running an office, yeah. being in big sales, right. doing all these things. And so you've challenged yeah. no, that's true. a lot of pieces. Yeah, and so just putting yourself with people that are similar and different allows you, I think, because our brainstorms, yeah, they don't have, it's not just exactly the same context. It's similar uh, foundation, but with totally different context that allows something great to be created and something yeah. different. And so try, try something new. Yeah. So like we were outgrowing our last building, our Matlock building doing four services. And the traditional strategy is to just wait until you can build a bigger building. Right. But then we did something super unconventional yeah. against even 
advice from others. Yeah. And we went back to set up and tear down at a much bigger facility. Right. Is it hard? Yes, it's stupid hard. <laughs> stupid hard. But we're growing. Yeah. It's we're impossible. Everybody, everybody but. who's on salary is still getting paid. Right. Like we're the, the organization advanced Absolutely. through COVID. Right. Because I believe we blazed some trails. Absolutely. Because we've pushed the envelope. And the thing is, people uh people are attracted to people who will try something different. Yeah. I think we all get stuck in the like rut of doing it the sameness. And so um, what we found is like, people are like, hey, 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 they're talking about you in a good way. Like you're doing something super unique and I've heard about you and what you're yeah. doing. And like, I think our fear is that people will say that in the negative way. But what's true is like, it's gutsy. It takes some, yeah. it takes some risk and like, try some, it. Something I ask myself uh, whenever we're about to do something that's, oddball yes unique whenever we're gonna print a mr t banner that's 30 feet tall and hang it like right we could have a list we bought a we bought a trailer we bought a trailer and we had it welded up a giant billboard on it and now we drive it around town with advertisements literally it's a absurd person. we'll just drive it all day long around town yeah. so yeah. like we do these things that are unconventional right. and so and there's a long list of them i ask myself what's the worst that will happen yeah no, right. Like if this goes horribly wrong, what's the worst that will happen? You know what it comes down to? My wife's still going to love me. Right. My children are still going to be alive. Yeah. God's still in heaven and my friends still have my back. Right. And so like, yeah, maybe we build a trailer and, you know, put some banners on it and it doesn't work. Right. Okay, cool. We sell the trailer. We cut the thing off and use it as a utility trailer. <laughs> like what? It, but it has worked. No, right. What We do. We launched podcasts. Yeah. Right. Literally, it was an idea, and then all of a sudden, it was a reality. Yeah, like, and like, is it working? I don't know, but guess what? This Sunday... Yeah, I was just say it's working slowly but surely. This Sunday, we had someone visit Living Church yeah. and come to our party with the pastor, which is our like... Uh, first time First time guest, guest kind of event. Know, yeah. They came to Living Church because they found Tug Moore, and they've been watching Tug Moore. Yeah, yeah. So like, just throw it out there, man. Right. And Go like, for it. Yeah. If you have an idea that you've been chewing on and uh, marinating, but you're just scared to take the step, let her rip, tater chip. Yeah, well, that's important. So let's address why would you not? So the, so one reason is what you just said. What's the worst that could happen? Mm -hmm. I think you got to look at those. Some pe For some people, it's my parents will think I'm an idiot or yeah. or the people that I love and respect will think I'm doing it wrong. Um, for for other people, it's the risk of like, yeah, what if it fails? What if I invest in this? What if I try this and I screw it up? And I think what we have weighed so many times is, right, but what if but what if we don't? What if we right. what if we win? Yeah. What if we keep going? And I think that has been for us like the the driving force of like once we tried something unique once and saw that it worked, then it was like, oh, next time we try something unique. And it built our confidence to know we can try it different and yeah. it can still work. Yeah. And so like, just try something small and say, hey, yeah, it might fail, but what if it doesn't? What if it actually works and it's better than the old way? No, it's really good. Yeah. Don't just sit on an idea because you're afraid of what somebody else is gonna say. I think we did a episode. Who gives a crap? Who gives a crap? Link it. Yeah. Click it. Listen to that one. I think one. they had to change the name of it on Apple because it got like flagged or something because they didn't like the word crap, but whatever. Who gives a care? I don't on know. Apple? Isn't that right? Yeah. Is Nicki Minaj still on Apple? Correct. It made no sense. Y'all need to shut up about that. <laughs> but anyways, we get to a point where we have to be able to plug our ears yeah. 
to the other opinions yeah. because many times we don't do these right. aggressive gutsy steps because we're just afraid of what somebody else is going to say. Absolutely. Who cares what they're going to say, man? Right. There's always naysayers. Right. Well, and at the end of the day, like whose opinion do I really care about? Yeah. Like, and what's my goal? Right. And what are those people who have those opinions actually doing with their life? Like, yeah. I think that now you and I have faced people who are doing great things who have said, I wouldn't do it that way. Or, Hey, even when we launched tug of more, we like pitched it to some friends and their, uh, thought was not what our thought was. No. And they were like, you should change the name and you should do this. And, and like, we love them and respect them and they do amazing things. But we were like, no, I think we're supposed to do this. Yeah. And so, uh, be willing to follow your own voice, like inner voice, uh, the Holy spirit. And if Jesus is your context, like let him follow and guide you. But Trust your own instinct to say, hey, this might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Take the step. Be bold. Don't be afraid. Take the risk. Take the leap. Can you think of anything where we've done, where we have taken the risk and then it has royally failed or been silly and terrible? Uh, yeah. We've hired lots of people oh. <laughs> that we took risks on. Like, that's the, that's the struggle is like, sometimes your risks are great and sometimes you take a risk and it's like not not right and so like we've hired we hired a guy who was too young and didn't yeah. have the experience and like we knew that there were some like issues kind of going on yeah and within what just four months yeah we got bit yeah we got bit i don't i don't want to go into all, no, the, no, no, all right. the things but like we shouldn't have done that and right. so it cost us emotional energy it cost our church money yeah it cost our team some aches and pains yeah um but if it would have worked yeah home run yeah and now i think we are uh more aware of what to look for how to navigate it like yeah. though it caused us some heartache we also learned some valuable lessons in it that could have caused us more damage if we didn't like later down, right. down the road and, so, and we say again ministry is our leadership context right. uh, we say that ministry is an experiment like all all we're doing is experimenting yeah of like what's working and so we just made the decision to not go live oh, on yeah. facebook live oh, on sundays thing. yeah we didn't do it we just pulled the trigger quit going live on sundays bunch of people all bent out of shape about it real mad but guess what we got a hundred new people coming on sundays because yeah. they quit going to pajama church right and so like no, that's good. It's only for a time. Right. So like we just rattled the system. We just did it for And so yeah. we're going to go back to having yeah, online. we know that the internet is the future. Yeah, soon we're going to be Metaverse <laughs> Church and y'all going to be watching me on VR goggles and I'm going to be a little... Uh, a a little, little Lego man. A little Lego man in your Lego living man. room, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Zuckerberg, I don't know how it works. Call me. <laughs> I need some money. Elon, you need to re watch some more Elon things. No, uh, yeah, Elon. Yeah, I think Elon may have accepted Jesus. You do think? Yeah, I. You saw that on Babylon B. Good job, Babylon. Tag Babylon B. Babylon B is a joke, though. Yeah, but they had Elon on. They interviewed him. Oh. They had him on and interviewed him. Oh, okay. They talked. They, yeah, they talked about talking about Jesus. Oh, that's. Let's cool. go, Babylon. Okay, I love it. So, what was I talking about? He's gonna about? build us a spaceship to heaven. <laughs> I want to be the first <laughs> pastor on Mars. I want to have a campus on mars right. mars campus yes i'm dead serious i want to cut this clip i want to tag <laughs> oh, no. elon musk oh, i'm no. dead serious I, we now, and i want we you all, to everyone in the room is now regretting elon elon i'm your guy 
We will send a pastor <laughs> to Mars to colonize Mars and have an opportunity for people there to get to know Jesus. I'm yeah. dead serious. Cut the clip, tag Elon, put it on the internet. Love it. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, go back to what we were saying <laughs> before we became aliens in Mars or whatever. Uh, I don't remember what I was talking about. No, you that you, <laughs> you have to take risks. I don't either now, but yeah, we have to take risks. So sometimes you have to shake the system. Yeah, oh, shake and it. And so we uh, said that we're not going to do online. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? No stream live, live stream. stream. We're not going to live stream the service, I and every and everyone's later. like, no. And I'm like, guys, we're going to do this for like eight weeks. Right. We're going to just do this for a little while, and so we're we've only got what three more weeks Something where like we're that. not doing live stream. Then live stream will come back, and so we can't be afraid to shake the system. Right. We're just we, trying. We we uh, we're doing four services. We moved back. And we started doing two. Now we're in this giant auditorium, and with the COVID piece, we're doing one service. Right. Could we keep doing two? Yes. But what we're trying to do is bring all the coals back yeah. together, create some energy, right. get some momentum. Then we'll go back to two yeah. services. Yeah. And like, let's be let's be fluid. Right. Let's not be so rigid in everything. But you know the reason I didn't want to go back to one? Pride. Oh. Yep. No, I mean <laughs> I've said it before. Is because. If we go back to one, then everyone's going to think, yeah. oh, these my peers, these other pastors are going right. to think, man, Living Church is shrinking. Pastor Trustin, he's not a good leader. He can only lead through one service, yeah. right? And right. so all of these thoughts that don't matter, I don't Correct. give a crap what these other pastors no. think. Who cares? They don't live our life. They I have don't to do what's best for my organization. Right. Right. And so we shook the system. We're back in one service. We'll do it through the summer. We'll add back two. Right. Let's go. No, I think that's a great, like, literally, we can look everywhere we look in our organization, uh, the places that are thriving is because we, sh we shook it up. We did yeah. something different. We blazed a trail that's different. And uh, I'm not going to lie, like, being a woman in this ministry context, like, it's been painful to blaze some of those trails. It yeah. doesn't always uh, mean it's like rainbows and butterflies because you're blazing your own trail. So I get to do it my way and it's fun and great. No, there's going to be adversity you're going to face, but the reward of that is so much greater. And like, tr like you said, trusting what's different shakes it up and makes it new and better. And who no. gives a crap? You know, you're taking, you're taking bullets for girls for generations after no, you. Right. But it's to pave the path. That's pave the whole the point. I'm like, then they don't have to walk on the rocks and trip on the things. They yeah. can just walk on the path. It'll be easy. Yeah. I always think the other side of whatever we're talking. Yeah, and so like, I complimented you that earlier. Yeah. You thought I was making fun of <laughs> no, you. No, <laughs> the other, the other side is, I think that one of the reasons that I'm willing to blaze the trail and uh, have the dexterity to yeah. now is because I submitted myself under somebody else's leadership for 15 years. Oh, for sure. Right. And so like if you're 20, like maybe it's not, maybe no, you're not ready. I'm 40. I just turned 40. And so like I'm kind of at a maturity level now right. where I can do some crazy stuff. Yeah. But like when you're 20, maybe it's not time to be like, you know what? I'm going to leave and I'm going to go be my, my own, own pass, be my plant own, my own church. Yeah. If that's what God's called you to no, do. Right. But you have to like really well, seek like. Well, the maturity like, to see all the sides of it is because of the experience that we've had. Yeah. Like you said, you've had the ministry experience. I've had a lot of uh, office type business experience where where we can see the, yeah, the, the, the downside could be only because of the experience we've faced in the past. Yeah. You're right. That we have to be willing to go, am I 
shaking this up because I just don't want to submit. I don't want to actually be faithful. I don't yeah. actually want to learn. Uh, I just want to be prideful. Or am I shaking it up because my experience tells me this is not working anymore? 50% of the church planters that I've met, 50%. The reason that they're planting a church is because they got mad at the pastor right. they were following previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had this attitude of, I can go do it better. Right careful yeah right. like that's a dangerous yeah that's a slippery slope no it's good and so that's the other side of the coin oh, but right. let's have guts let's pull ourselves into more no, let's do true. things that we're afraid of i have a meeting that i have to be to in three minutes so <laughs> love you guys if you have any questions comments uh ideas yeah we'd love to like engage share, with you like this share this comment things uh post it out and yeah let us let us hear from you boom mic drop <laughs>